morning, my friends, and welcome to another tremendous installment of Morning Reload. From high above, all other puerile and pedantic forms of Wyoming mainstream media, this is Cowboy State Politics. I, of course, am your illustrious host, David Iverson, firmly ensconced behind the silver Cowboy State Politics microphone and broadcasting to you from the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming. Good morning, my friends, and welcome to the program. I trust that everyone had a fantastic Easter weekend. I certainly did, though I'll admit that mine was a little bit more unorthodox than most people's. Attended church in the morning, and then I had a chance to sit down with Representative Mark Jennings and Ken Pendergraft. Yesterday's topic of discussion was taxes. I know! How much more exciting could you possibly be on an Easter Sunday? Just imagine how much fun we are at dinner parties. All joking aside, all of our legislators are getting ready for the interim session. That's the time in between legislative sessions, where committees meet to discuss topics in more detail than they had time to during the general legislative session or the budget session. The thinking being is if you have more time to study a topic, then only the most important bills will make it to the legislative floor because Wyoming has a very limited legislative schedule. It sounds like a great idea in theory, a true marketplace of ideas. As a committee, study a subject in depth and decide exactly the best course of action to take. Maybe a legislator has a fantastic idea that didn't exactly have enough time to make it to the floor, so they bring it to a committee during the interim to study in more depth. But it doesn't really work that way. The interim topics are decided by what's called management council. That's a committee that is basically made up of legislative leadership. Strictly speaking, they were set up to manage the legislative service office, but they have a lot more power than that. Much of what happens in the legislature is at the direction of the Management Council. Just to give you one example, the Management Council decides whether or not a committee can subpoena someone, like a public official, perhaps like Attorney General Bridget Hill. You remember that whole controversy, don't you? Senator Brian Boner wanted the Attorney General to appear before his committee, and she basically told Senator Boner that she's not interested in doing that. From the cow pie in an article dated November 30th of last year, and I quote, The Wyoming Legislature's Agriculture Committee has voted to subpoena Wyoming Attorney General Bridget Hill to compel her to appear before the committee after Hill declined an invitation to participate in its November 14th meeting. At the meeting, the committee discussed a decision Hill had made while she was director of the Office of State Lands and Investments in 2018 concerning a particular state land leasing approval and the process of leasing lands. Quote, the answer was simply, no, we're not interested, end quote. State Senator Brian Boner of Douglas said about Hill's response to the committee's request. Boner said that the committee wants Hill to help clear up some questions lawmakers have, so the committee voted 10 to 4 to subpoena the Attorney General. Quote, This sort of testimony is so we understand the significant impact an agency like state lands has on our constituents, Boner said. These are really important issues, and I think it's important that we have an understanding of how contentious these cases may be. Because Management Council sets the budget for interim committees, they can pretty much decide who has to appear, and who doesn't. So in this case, Management Council allowed an appointed official, 
the attorney general, to refuse to appear before the legislature and testify. So you can imagine a situation where perhaps there was something hinky going on with an appointed official and a legislative committee wanted that official to show up and tell them what was going on, but management council said, no, we're not going to do that. I'm not saying that's happening. I'm just trying to illustrate for you how powerful this management council is. And because it's made up, basically, of legislative leadership, that's who's in charge of management council, and thus a lot of stuff that happens in the legislature. Let me just tell you who's on this committee. It's Redcoat Albert Somers, Ogden Driscoll, Dave Kinsky, Senator Slithers, Senator Chris Rothfuss, Chip Nyman, Clark Stith, Mike Yin, and Dan Zawanamander Zawanitzer. Notice anything about the makeup of this particular committee? You know, maybe like there's only two conservatives out of ten on it? Yeah. So management council is run by whichever group is in power in the legislature. Dare I say whichever party? You know, like the Redcoats or the conservatives? So you can only imagine what management council has decided will be studied during the legislative interim. Definitely not going to be any conservative bills. It just gets deeper and deeper, doesn't it? One more other thing that management council gets to decide is who gets investigated in the legislature. So, for example, if there's a whole bunch of complaints against a, an elected member of the legislature, say Cyrus Western, it's management council that gets to decide whether or not it's brought before the full body for an investigation. Convenient, eh? As it relates to that, Tomorrow, Redcoat Albert Somers, Majority Floor Leader Chip Nyman, Mike Yin are meeting to decide whether or not our good pal Carly Provenza should be brought up to Management Council for investigation. How do you suppose that's going to turn out? Anyhow, it's Management Council that gets to decide what topics are studied during the interim, and this year, they're going to look into some fabulously conservative topics such as ESG. Certainly a big concern for every state, and it's one that conservatives are really fired up about. So that would be a good thing to study, except, of course, that topic was assigned to the Joint Appropriations Committee. You know, the same committee that gutted Senator Bo Biteman's ESG bill during the session? Yeah, they're going to be the ones that study a committee bill during the interim. Fantastic, isn't it? Another topic up for consideration during the interim is mental health. From the cow pie, and I quote, House Speaker and Management Council President Albert Somers said there is a desire to establish a mental health and vulnerable adults task force within the legislature. Quote, the idea is to get a better, more comprehensive understanding around all the issues of mental health. The problem is, however, is that Management Council is setting up a committee all by itself. Senator Larry Hicks opposed creating the panel, and I'm quoting from the cow pie here, purely by the choice of the 10-member management council rather than the entire legislature. Quote, I'm adamantly opposed to the management council arbitrarily creating a new task force and allocating resources of the state of Wyoming that have not gone through the legislative process. End quote. Yeah, they did it anyway. So this mental health services topic is going to be discussed by the Joint Education, Health, Labor, and Social Services Committee. This committee actually has three conservatives on it, out of 14. It's chaired by Senator Charlie Scott. Now, I actually like Senator Scott. 
He's great on education, and he hates Medicaid expansion. But he's not a conservative. And his co-chairman is Representative David Northrop. You remember him, don't you? Yeah, he was the author of Senate File 104, the bill that stripped the Wyoming superintendent of public instruction of all of her power and was overturned by the Wyoming Supreme Court. Yeah, he's the guy that's in charge of this, too. Some other stars of this committee is good old Landon Brown, Martha Lawley, and our current favorite, Carly Provenza. Ken Clouston from Gillette is on there, too. Remember, he's the guy that said that leadership offered him a committee chairmanship, but that has nothing to do with influencing his vote one way or another. Nah, pay no attention to that. They're also going to study the constitutionality of school choice. Given how hard the Redcoats fought the school choice bill during the 2023 legislative session, we can only imagine what this committee's decision is going to be on that one. And then there's the Joint Corporations Committee, They're going to talk about property taxes. Now, hold on just a second. I thought the legislature did some amazing work on property taxes during the session. This whole rebate thing and then the constitutional amendment to create another class of property that they can, uh, you know, monkey with the tax rates on. This committee also has three conservatives uh, out of 14. Some fantastic members of it is Senator Nancy Case and Steve Harshman. The Corporations Committee was the author of that fantastic ranked choice voting bill. And since our pal Nancy Case is the one that brought that whole ranked choice voting bill to the legislature, you don't suppose that that's a topic that might come up during the interim, do you? And since Nancy has tried every other single way of getting Medicaid expansion passed in Wyoming, I would imagine we'll see yet another attempt for him to bring it out of the totally appropriate and completely relevant Corporations Committee. All of that being said, this legislative interim is going to be a blast to watch, wouldn't you say? Don't expect any conservative solutions to any of the topics that Wyoming citizens are truly concerned about. People like Nancy Case and David Northrop and Albert Somers are not going to let any of that nonsense happen. On Wednesday's installment of the program, we're going to discuss something that was called Tax Reform 2000. That was a committee that was set up during the 1997 general legislature. If it sounds like something that may have been dreamt up by some mysterious international body, you might be more right than you think. It's an interesting story, and it's one that we're going to talk about on Wednesday. Today's program was brought to you by New Trend Hats. Check them out at NewTrendHats.com. They've got a wide selection of both hats for men and women. And because spring is coming, you definitely want to get some new headwear. They make that really cool hat that's got the ponytail hole on the back of it. So go check them out at their website, NewTrendHats.com. And also by Morton Buildings. Morton Buildings is the premier manufacturer of metal structures in Wyoming and the United States. Give Nick and Jesse a call at 307-674-2532. Tell them what type of structure that you've got in mind for your property, and they'll handle all the details. That's Morton Buildings. Again, 307-674-2532, or you can check them out on their website at mortonbuildings.com. Also, I've got some amazing shows planned for the program, and you don't want to miss a single one of them. The best way that you can keep up with what's happening on the program is to subscribe and follow the podcast on whichever podcast app that you prefer to use. Podbean is probably the easiest one, but the rest of those apps work as well. So anyway, have a good week, and we'll talk again on Wednesday. From the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming, 
I'm David Iverson, and this is the one and only Cowboy State Politics.